on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. This morning, we're tearing the walls down and building them back. Better. Is there a wall in your home you need to tear down and expand a room? That always sounds good. Uh, maybe you need to put up a new wall to divide a room. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. In Germany, a Europe-wide manhunt is underway for a Tunisian man suspected of carrying out Monday's fatal attack on a Christmas market in Berlin. German authorities say the man has multiple aliases and his asylum application was rejected earlier this year. German media report the suspect's temporary residency permit was found underneath the seat in the cab of the tractor-trailer that plowed into the crowd. Twelve people died, dozens were injured. Police are pursuing at least 80 leads. In the Syrian city of Aleppo, evacuations of the last rebel-held bastion are once again underway. NPR's Allison Muse reports a humanitarian worker at the crossing point says evacuations have resumed after a 24-hour delay. Journalist Khalil Hajar says he's one of 7,000 people still waiting to leave East Aleppo. Reached by phone, he says everyone's been waiting outside since Monday. They're afraid if they go home they'll miss the last bus. He says, I feel cold. It's been snowing since the morning, and people have nothing to eat. Across the city, in a government-held district, it was a starkly different scene on Tuesday night. In a video posted to YouTube, crowds gather for the lighting of a Christmas tree. West Aleppo has seen thousands killed by rebel shelling over the past four years, and the mood is euphoric. Alison Muse, NPR News, Beirut. In North Carolina, lawmakers will convene another special session today with plans to repeal the controversial House Bill 2 that limits protections for LGBT people. For member station WUNC, Jeff Tabiri has more. HB 2, or the bathroom bill, requires people who are transgender to use the bathroom corresponding to the sex listed on their birth certificate and bans municipalities from passing their own non-discrimination ordinances. HB 2 followed an ordinance out of Charlotte granting protections to people who are transgender. On Monday, the Charlotte City Council rescinded its ordinance contingent upon state legislators repealing House Bill 2. The divisive HB 2 measure cost North Carolina hundreds of jobs, the NBA All-Star Game, and dozens of other events. The economic impact has been estimated in the hundreds of millions of dollars. For NPR News, I'm Jeff Tabiri in North Carolina. President Obama is banning offshore oil drilling for large areas of the Arctic and Atlantic Oceans. He cites climate change protecting sensitive ecology and the potential for oil spills. And Pierce Jeff Brady has more. A senior White House official says presidents of both parties have issued similar orders based on a law from the 1950s. Advocates for the oil industry want Donald Trump to overturn these drilling bans when he takes office, but environmental groups say that would be unprecedented and they would take the new administration to court. Jeff Brady reporting. Wall Street trading in lower territory at this hour. This is NPR. 
Indonesian police say they foiled a second attack in less than two weeks. Officials say three suspected militants were planning a holiday suicide bombing, but were killed in a raid today on the outskirts of Jakarta. A residential neighborhood was evacuated after several bombs were found in a house used by the men. The country's second biggest movie theater chain is poised to become the world's largest. As Frank Morris of member station KCUR reports, Kansas-based AMC Entertainment is making two huge purchases. The Justice Department has signed off on a plan for AMC to buy Carmike, which is currently the fourth largest movie theater chain in the U.S. It's a $1.2 billion deal, and AMC has to sell theaters in 15 markets. This is AMC's second big acquisition this winter. Three weeks ago, it wrapped up the purchase of Odeon and UCI Cinemas in the UK, Europe's largest movie theater chain. AMC is headquartered in Leewood, Kansas, but owned by the Beijing-based Dalian Wanda Group. The Carmack purchase sparked a billboard and lobbying campaign decrying such a large Chinese stake in the American movie screening business. For NPR News, I'm Frank Morris in Kansas City. Existing home sales unexpectedly rose in November, reaching the highest level in nearly 10 years as buyers rushed into the market to lock in low interest rates in anticipation of further increases in borrowing costs. The National Association of Realtors says existing home sales rose seven-tenths of a percent at an annual rate of 5.61 million units last month. That's the highest sales pace since February of 2007. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from Atlassian, maker of collaboration software Jira, Confluence, HipChat, and Bitbucket. Atlassian works to help teams across industries ascend to new heights to create what's next. At Atlassian.com. Atlassian. Team up. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back from MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. This morning, we're tearing the walls down and building them back if necessary, or maybe not. If there's a wall in your home you need to tear down to expand, or maybe you need to put up a new wall to divide a room you can do that. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. Before I get to you, fellas, I wanted to talk about today we are doing an MPB card tag drive. And uh, here's what's going on. You can show your support for MPB on the roadways around Mississippi, just like those other card tags that you see. Uh, and we only need 160 more tag orders to reach the re- required 300. So we, we, we've already got that many, but we've got to get 160 more. 160 should be easy to get. Yeah, it, it should be able to do it. Tag costs uh, $31. Uh, MPB gets 77% of that, which goes towards helping pay for MPB programs and services. And the process is simple. The, uh, you just order and pay uh, the, 30, the $31. Once the tag comes in, you'll be notified. And then just go exchange your old tag for your new MPB tag at your local tax collector's office. It doesn't matter when your current tag expires. Uh, so here's the number you need to call to order your new MPB tag for only $31. 800 390 
G-E-T-T. That's 800-390-4388 to order your tag right now. We've got operators standing by downstairs, so get on it. How are you guys doing? Man, I'm doing great. Glad to be back. Bill? Oh, feeling good. You guys working on stuff, or are you uh, uh, out enjoying the weird weather? Kind of both. You know, every now and then you'll get that call that you have to answer. But um, it's still holidays, you know. <laughs> it is holiday time. But I guess there's a lot to do for holidays because people are trying to get their stuff together before family comes in town. Oh, yes. A lot of them will call you at the last minute, want a door um, installed. or. Now you, you, had, you had last week you were here, you had a... Uh, you were doing a, a, floor, a, a wall-to-wall carpeting somewhere. Oh, yes. We did um, a lot of decorating for um, people coming home for the uh, holidays. Got them uh, all well and painted up, carpet installed. Oh, nice. Um, some holes in the ceiling were fixed. Uh, we did a quick makeover, really. Okay, there you go. Jeff, you, you guys finished your homes for troops, didn't you? We sure did. Um, we got the veteran moved in uh, last Saturday. Oh, nice. Uh, presented the keys. Um Excuse me. Um, he was uh, very, the family was very appreciative of that house. It Is that was, this uh, past Saturday? Correct. The did, best did you have TV it. cameras out there? We had TV. We had we had all three, ABC, NBC, and CBS was, was there, which was great. The reason why great. I'm asking is because somebody must have known you were doing that that day. Because you couldn't have picked weirder weather <laughs> to happen in December. I know it. Uh that was just nuts. Right. I had to take a screenshot of my phone that said 78 degrees. And right. I was like, man, this is nuts. Well, then two Saturdays before that, we're laying 10,000 square feet of sod in the rain. In a monsoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, welcome to Mississippi. There you go. So, uh, and we are talking this morning about walls, but, you know, if you, any anything that you're working on, please feel free to give us a call. I had a little project this past weekend that I worked on. We bought... A, uh, a new television, and of course I hung those. Te- I hung the television. I had to move the other one, but uh, I hung the television. But there were still some wires left back there. It's right over my uh, fireplace mantle, so I, I uh, custom built this uh, little thing that covers the wires and everything in the back of the TV. Um, this piece of wood that you know goes over the front of it, and of course I, I could fit my cable box in there, fit my sound bar in oh, there, good, and the whole nine good. Yards, So perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, works out. So, so got it all up there. Santa Claus came early. It sounds like. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I think uh, Mrs. Claus wanted Santa Claus to get out of the way. Gotcha. So gave him a project. Gotcha. So, there you go. Uh, so anyway, you guys are working on stuff this time of year. Del, do you have folks on top of a roof this time of year? Oh, yeah. Actually, we started one today. Really? We're going to um, get one out before Christmas. Um, that'll be someone Christmas present. And, so uh, so uh, uh, a new roof? Oh, yes. You know um, what you guys ought to do? I mean, this time of year, go ahead and staple the lights to the roof <laughs> while you're up there. And uh, make them permanent, and that yes. way, once a year, all the guys got to do is just plug just it plug in. it in, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, I tried that um, on the bushes, but the uh, the lights <laughs> grew into the bushes. I was like, oh man, uh, what was I thinking? Okay, yeah, and think about that. <laughs> but uh, lots going on for the holidays. Lots of stuff to fix. Like I said, um, I'd been noticing lately mantles in folks' homes uh, because uh, you know all of a sudden fireplaces. Or, or something that people are talking about because it's, it's cold out. Sure. So people building fireplaces. Of course, my wife had me hang stockings the other night on the fireplace for Christmas, right? However, 
you know, I've got this raging fire going right. on in the fireplace. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds you know, kind of dangerous. I'm not sure about the polyester in the fire. I don't, I don't know if this works right. So, but anyway, uh, lots of interesting things to, to keep on tap with in the, in the holiday season. Talking about walls this morning and uh, say maybe should you move a wall or something like that. If you want to get, give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I don't know if you guys have seen yet, but there's this uh, TV commercial on right now that has a contractor like one of you guys, right? Yes. Sitting at a dinner table, <laughs> it's perfect. I des- love it. <laughs> designing something with uh, homeowners, and he says, "Well, why don't we come in? And we'll just knock down that wall because there's no reason for that, right?" Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it will make you, it's just—it's ridiculous and awesome. I'm, I'm going to tie your project up for six months. You won't see me. Right. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Wish everyone was that honest, right? Yeah, right. So it was. Uh, it's it's a neat thing, but this is this is something that uh, you can think about this time of year, and uh, expanding things like families expanding, but you don't want to move out of your home, and this happens quite a lot. Um, I know I've got some on our street who who had one too many youngins sure. and now wants an extra room on the back of their home. Mm. So and this happens all the time. That's right. Especially if you don't want to move if you're in the right say school district that you like or whatever and you don't want to get out, don't want to don't want to move, you got perfect location, then uh then expanding is an option. Now, I wanted to ask a uh, ask a, a basic question here of you guys. If I am quote moving a wall or tearing a wall out in my home, do I need a permit? Okay. You know my feelings on, yeah, here on we go. permits. Here we go. We got <laughs> dead silence for a minute. About two weeks to Be answer careful. this. Um, right. Of course, it, yes, you want to um, so, you know, seek those options to see if you need a permit to do anything first. Make it, sure. It's always best to, if you're going to make structural changes uh-huh. to your home, let's get a permit. Okay. If you're putting on a roof, get a permit. If you're putting in a window, get Oops. a permit. Pulling the sidewalk, the garage. I'm, I'm so. <laughs> well, it's so gonna nail me when I go. In to your case, house. you're <laughs> one of the uh, old pioneers that do it yourself. But right. It's time to cross over and just start uh, checking with your local uh, county and city officials. You know, okay. Just a, let them know. There's a picture of Jason in the permit office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, the 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 thing with the with the permits I was asking is because one of the things that lay people don't know, myself being that also, is what uh when you go to look to take down a wall, the people always want to take down a kitchen wall. Um and the thing is, is that is that wall needed? We talked about this before we went on the air today, and it's a big deal to know if that's what they call a load-bearing wall. In other words, is it one of the pieces of structure that holds your home up? True, you know, um, because you can you can create some disastrous, catastrophic problems yes, by pulling a wall down. That's right. So, so uh, tell me, how do I know if a wall, say like a kitchen wall, is load-bearing or not? Okay. Uh, Excuse me. Um, Fairly simple. Okay. Go up in your attic. Mm -hmm. If your ceiling uh, joists Mm -hmm. um, are 
breaking at that wall. So yeah, what's, what's let, that mean? Let's see. Okay, uh, front to back. Your ceiling joists are running front to back. Mm-hmm. You you've got a wall <clears throat> that's um, halfway in the in the center of your home, mm-hmm. and your front ceiling joist runs from the front of the house, breaks on that wall, mm-hmm. and then your other ceiling joist picks up right there and goes to the back. That would be a load bearing wall. Now, your ceiling joists could be running the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Uh, real simple. There's nothing setting on that wall, even though there may be a ceiling joist running across it, unless mm-hmm. it breaks there, mm-hmm. there, there, that's not a load-bearing wall. Now, what do you mean when you say breaks? Um, you, you'll see a cut mm-hmm. where... Where that ceiling joist will run from the front, it 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 is cut, it is setting on that wall, mm-hmm. and then the, there's another one nailed right beside it mm-hmm. uh, that running to the next right. load bearing wall. Okay. All right. Now th- there's ways to get around that. Let's say we do have a load bearing wall, but we still want that wall removed. And put up a header. Yeah, we would treat yeah. it just like we would a cased opening, a window opening, a door opening. Uh-huh. Um, cut it out uh, um, and build a header. Right. Okay. And, and keep in mind, there's different um, size headers for a different opening, you know, for the uh, expand. Hey, depending on how, how yes. wide that opening is. Yes. Is the, the, the size of that, that uh, header. header. You, yeah. you see a lot of them, the big now, I-beam style, but right. smaller windows, um, sixes and eights. Yeah. Let's say that it's not a load-bearing wall. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, great. We can rip it out. Right. Well, chances are... You're going to have something in that cavity of that wall. Yeah, I found that. Meaning a <laughs> electrical outlet, right. a home run to a to a circuit, to an right. electrical circuit, a gas line uh-huh. could be in there. Re-routed. A plumbing line could be in that wall. Yeah, I would I would say as as a reminder not to just decide one day to take a sledgehammer to your wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you've not checked it to see, I mean, look on both sides of the wall, see if there's a switch, an outlet. Sure. Uh, anything that on top and under, right? Right. And then another thing to consider: uh, when you take that wall out, there's no floor under that wall. There's oh, yeah. no flooring. We'll right. say, yeah. right? You know, finished floor. Right. So, so when you get it out, if you've got now, I've run into this because I took down a wall. I shouldn't say this on here. I took down <laughs> a wall, and uh, and the room was tiled. Right. And where I took the wall down, it was not tiled. Sure. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. tiling wrong walls. So so I had to actually go out, find the matching tile, mm. which I was able to do. That was lucky. Found the um, uh, the grout as close as I could because they used a standard color. Mm. And I was able to patch it. And over time, it has now begun to look like the rest of yeah. the, okay. the tile. Because that's always an issue because one is newer than the other. That's it, right. It really shows in the grout. So... Anyway, all right, number calls 877-MPB-RING. Slow show, man. Merry Christmas. 877-672-7464. Remember, we are doing a card tag radio drive today. We need 160 more tag orders to reach the required 300. The number is 800-390-GET with two Ts. 800 390 
800-390-4388 to order your tag right now. We've got staff waiting by the phones. It's a simple process. It's only 31 bucks. And once the tag comes in, you'll be notified. Then you just go and exchange your old tag for your new MPB tag at your local tax collector's office. It does not matter when your current tag expires. You can still do this. Uh, and, and a portion of that 77% goes to MPB to help pay for MPB programs and services. Get on the phone now, 800-390-4388 or 800-390-GET. That's G-E-T-T. All right, and you can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. It's time we hung some tinsel on that evergreen bow. For I've grown a little leaner, grown a little colder, grown a little sadder, grown a little older, and I need a little angel sitting on my shoulder. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. The new MPB car tag is a great way to show your support for MPB, but without 160 of you saying yes to the tag by January 1, the MPB car tag will cease production. We need you to call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. The tags cost $31 with 77% of that going directly to MPB to help us continue our mission to educate, inform, and entertain you. That's 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. MPB is getting its very own car tag with your help. Before we can begin production, we need 160 of you to say yes to the tag today. The cost is only 31 bucks, with 77% of that coming to MPB. And your tag doesn't have to be expired to get one. So call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. Thanks so much and happy holidays. listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And uh, remember, today is a CarTag Radio Drive Day. You can call 800-390-GET, G-E-T-T, to get one of those uh, MPB car tags. Let's go straight to the phones. We've got Timothy on the line in Louisiana. He's taken out a wall. What's going on, Timothy? Good morning, y'all. Morning. Um, I, here's one more thing about uh, cutting open a wall to do anything. What's that? Check for wiring. I just, I, I'm finishing off a pass-through from a kitchen to a, a dining room, mm-hmm. like a window that the, you know, the plates can be passed into right. the dining room. Mm-hmm. And the homeowner had cut the opening, and they did it with a sawzall. Oh, my God, what a mess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, uh, and they cut through a wire. If if he hadn't had one of those plastic handled saws <laughs> off, he'd be dead now. Right. You know. Wow. So, um, 
take notes. Yeah, you know, good. Those wires that get right in the way. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. I've opened, up, I've opened up some walls to do, you know, load-bearing walls. And what I generally do if I've got a load-bearing wall that I want to put a door opening in uh-huh. is I build a temporary wall alongside of it. Wow. Great point. And then... Then I take out my wall section that I want to take out, and I generally build a truss header because they're stronger and lighter um, than, uh, you know, a timber header. Sure. Okay. And, um, you know, a plywood box truss, boy, howdy, uh, it's hard to beat them. I I agree with that, Timothy. You can span a great deal with a truss that you could not do with a timber header. Well, there you go. Uh, so, um, I appreciate that, Timothy. I mean, that's that's a really good, you know, and first of all, uh, one thing that you said is that, you know, sometimes you don't have to take down the entire wall. Sometimes you can yeah. open up a window in there. However, it should also be known that sawzalls are not precise instruments. That, uh, that's the understatement of the day. I right? mean, it should never be in the hands of an amateur or no, you know, I consider them only for destruction and cutting up junk. You right, know? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I mean. If you want it to be pretty at the end, don't use a sawzall to start. That's, that's probably right. your best. Yeah. Boy, howdy. I, I have, I have I've had to case it out much bigger than I would have uh, in, in other circumstances. Right, right. Know? All right, Timothy, we appreciate it, man. Y'all have a groovy day. And, oh, I, I'm. You know, those outbuildings you were talking about, if you got to, you know, just put in solar on the outbuilding, and that way you don't even, you know, you don't have, have to, to run, run power. wires or nothing. But it, and, you know, here in Louisiana, if you don't have to wire something, you don't uh, have to permit it. Okay. So, <laughs> That's, uh, I think you're still supposed to permit it. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, Timothy, appreciate it. Let's move on well, to. They, uh, only, they only ask for the permit if you're going to hook it up to wire. You know? uh, so, right. I love you, Timothy. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. I'm going to move on to Earl here. Natchez, uh, materials for a job that he's doing right now. What's what's going on, Earl? Hey, well, I'm going to do it yourself, or I really enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. Uh, I've got a wall between bedrooms and a wall that adjoins a bathroom, mm-hmm. and I was wondering what can I do to cut down on the noise. I'd heard that they use a special type of wall board in motels and hotels that would permit, you know, keep you from having sound transmitted through your wall like that. And I was wondering where would I find that material and whether or not that would be the best way to solve my noise problem. Well, it doesn't always require... you can use the specialty material, but but the, probably the best material in sound dampening is the insulation within the wall. Yep. And then a lot of folks will double up on their sheetrock also on occasion. Um, but what, what do you guys think about the insulation between the wall as far as sound barrier? I love it. I would use, uh, I would either foam it or I would use uh-huh. cellulose. Right, right. Either one. And that, that really does the, what's inside the wall is it's it's amazing if you if you've done a lot of work on walls say in a home you'll be shocked at how few of those walls actually include uh you know like from the real insulation real insulation in there yeah i mean a lot of walls are just put there as scabs and they're you know they're they're just hollow up, boxes yeah they are hollow you know, boxes big, and then interior wall you wouldn't think you'd have insulation that's in right it. 
But but you know, in in if uh, if you put a new wall up, you'll notice. Or if you pull the sheetrock down off of an old wall, you might just help yourself by simply putting insulation in that wall because it may just be hollow as a drum, uh, yes. which is only hurting the situation. You know, hollow as a drum, and I've got something like a little three sixteenths paneling on either side of it. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Echo in the muzzle. Paneling is like a speaker in there, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Paneling is is the worst thing you can do for sound. Yeah, uh, I just need to go back in with sheetrock and then sheetrock the is it, it does. It. Yeah, the sheetrock does very much help with uh, noise cancellation absorption. Mm-hmm. So, well, I've noticed that in some of these hotels that you've got a, it's almost like a. Vibe. Fiber base. I mean, it's as thick as sheetrock. It's almost five eighths, but it's kind of a fiber based material, like the old cellular text used to be. But it had a prettier surface on the uh, finished side of it. Well, you you can get that and um, uh, bring your wallet. I wouldn't. I'm not just insisting on doing that. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say bring your wallet. Be sheetrock and insulation that way, then wouldn't it? Right. Kind of bored to use in the sound studio. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, fine. I'll do that then. Thank you so much. Thanks, Earl. Have a Enjoy. good one. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas, sir. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's move on to Lenny real quick. He is in parts unknown, and he's removing a wall. He's not telling us because he doesn't have a permit, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you with us, Lenny? Yes, sir. All right. So what's going on? <laughs> uh, well, the last fest is probably about to continue. Uh-oh. Uh, and all the names have been changed to protect the guilty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so after, what's up? After Hurricane George, uh-huh. uh, my wife and I, our house had flooded. Mm-hmm. So as we were demoing, she had the uh, grand idea to cut out a the wall from the kitchen to the dining room. Mm-hmm. Great view. It, yeah, it make like it's not really an arch, but it was flat across the mm-hmm. top. Uh, I had a friend. Let's call him Handy Andy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting worse as it goes, man. Oh, oh, oh! It's gonna get better. <laughs> Hold this and watch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. <clears throat> so he said, "Yeah, we can do that. Don't worry about it." Uh, so what we did is we, of course, cut all the sheetrock out and the doorway. Right. Uh, and then what we did is we took every other stud and went up into the attic and pretty much made a hanging header. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I was just wondering if you guys, if the pros or anybody has ever heard of that technique. That's definitely going to be the pros on this one. Did this guy just make this up, or what? what's going on? He, he said he had done it before. <laughs> Evil Knievel had done some things Lenny, before, too. Uh, but. No, I'm sure, oh. I'm, sure, I'm sure he has, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, uh, it never sagged. It never cracked. Well, you know, here, here's the big picture of that. If in fact that was a load bearing wall, what you've done now you've transferred the you've transferred the load um, that that load that that load bearing wall was carrying. You've transferred the load to your roof. Exactly. That's so what I, that's what I argued. Yeah, and no, which which no, is no, not don't good. Don't worry about it. 
Oh, uh, hang on. Hey, Lenny. If, yes, sir. If the project starts with Handy Andy, Andy telling you, don't worry about it, that's about the moment you should start worrying, worrying about right, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't need those studs. No. Just remove that. Right. Yeah, well, but they were desperate times, gentlemen. Right. Oh, I understand. <laughs> and they she made you do it. We understand. Right. She made you do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. All right. Thanks, Lenny. We appreciate it. All right. Y'all have fun. Merry Christmas. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Remember, you can give us a call. It's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And remember, we're doing a car tag radio drive today. We need 160 more tags in order to reach the required 300 to get this thing off the ground. Tag only costs $31 each, and MPB receives 77% of that, which goes towards helping pay for MPB programs and services. And it's really simple. Once the tag come in, you'll be notified. You just go to exchange your old tag for the new one at your uh, tax collector's office. Does not matter when your current tag expires. This takes uh, precedent. Call 800-390-GET. That's 800-390-4388 to order your tag right now. We've got folks waiting by the phone. Should I give that number again? 800-300-390-GET, G-E-T-T. There we go. We're going to talk to Roger and Lawrence in just a moment about an insulated wall. Don't go anywhere, Roger. We'll be right back. The party's on. The feeling's here. That only comes to time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. The new MPB car tag is a great way to show your support for MPB. How can you get one? Before we can begin production, we need 160 of you to say yes to the tag today. The cost is only 31 bucks, with 77% of that coming to MPB to help us to continue our mission to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippi. Call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. The new MPB car tag is a great way to show your support for MPB, but without 160 of you saying yes to the tag by January 1, the MPB car tag will cease production. We need you to call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. The tags cost $31 with 77% of that going directly to MPB to help us continue our mission to educate, inform, and entertain you. That's 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is MPB Think Radio. It's Fix It 101. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I've been laughing. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I promise Roger we go straight to him when we got back. Roger's in Lawrence, and you had a comment about that insulated wall? Hey. Hey, Roger. Uh, loyal listener, I enjoy your show. Uh, all you professional builders who build custom houses know this, but I think many of your listeners who might try these things might not know it. You cannot insulate a wall uh, that's already built without sound uh, insulation by just adding stuff. You you can try it, and it might cut something, but walls transmit. Uh, the surface itself is just like a sound transmitter. The whole wall board right. you know, picks up sound signals, and it transmits it through the studs directly, directly to the other side regardless of what the insulation is between the studs. So you cannot you cannot solve the problem. But if you build a new wall, then the way to do it is you place, if it's a two-by-four stud wall, you put the bottom plate, make it a two-by-six, and you put your studs alternating, one facing the edge of the one side of the wall and the next one facing the edge of the other oh, side of the wall. Oh, man. And then you weave your insulation in between it, and your and your transmission from the wall, from one wall to the next wall, doesn't go through the stud. Oh my! That's, wow! That's what, that's what transmits the sound in most walls. You can't cure that by adding insulation between the studs. That's good, the Roger. That transmits the sound. The other thing I need people to know, and you builders again know this: in in commercial installations, this is common. You've got walls stuck up that just go up eight feet or eight and a half, whatever it is, and they stop, and the ceiling area is open. And so your sound transmits not just through the wall, but up through the ceiling and over the wall and down the other side. Yeah. So if you want to insulate between rooms, and I did this in my law office, I have them build insulation up above the separating walls so that your your, your sound doesn't transmit it from a private conversation or other private matters up through the ceiling and over the wall down the other side. So those two concepts must be known when you build something. Uh, They don't do you much good if you're trying to remodel, but I have seen it where you build an extra stud wall, like between Uh a bedroom and a kitchen or something, Uh it just builds you another stud wall. You lose about six inches of floor space, but it's worth it. Wow. (laughs) Face your studs so that you do not transmit through the studs. That's the lesson. That's fantastic, Roger. I learned something today. I'm going to try that the next time I screw up a house. (laughs) Uh, That's fantastic. Thank you. Let's go to Gary in Jackson. He's got a comment about sound insulation. You with us, Gary? Yes, I am. So what's going on? Oh, well, we're talking about the sound insulation and deadening for walls. Uh Uh, I called about a year ago. Uh, We had bought uh, an income property, Mm -hmm. and we're going to turn it into the first Airbnb in Scape. Cool. And yeah, they had a huge old kidney kidney pool. It was built in the '60s, so it was nice and concrete, round. Right. And part of the problem that we had was the sound, as you're talking about. Right. And the gentleman who did our house. Now I'm a dilettante when it comes to construction. This guy's a pro. Um, I don't know if they have it down here, and I don't. I've never seen it on a house that we had down here. 
But up north, uh, where I'm from, there is a material that they put underneath shingles. Oh, I think they call that asbestos. Oh, it's not asbestos. No. Okay. It's, um, I know it's blue, and it's kind of a spongy material. Oh. It's, it's made to cut um, to cut down the problem of uh, icing. It's almost like an insulation. Icy water barrier? Mm-hmm. And he put this stuff, he put up a very thin, um, like a, a a sheet of plywood, very thin sheet of plywood uh-huh. on the on the uh, the uh, two by sixes, and then he put two layers of this on there, then put the sheetrock on. Huh. And you can stand on one one side of the wall and scream and can't hear anything on the other side of the wall. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ideas. It's made for the roof to go under the shingles. I can't remember the name of it. Okay. Dell, any ideas on it? Well, they they also have a product, um, the same uh, blue matting um, type application that's um, used for flooring to keep Uh down the, uh, the, the moisture. The uh, the the echo effect when you walk yeah, and yeah. heels clapping, um, it's the same thing. It's um, a thin sheet, and it just it's amazing how it works. Um, they use a golf ball to show you the different sounds in the muslin, uh-huh. and it really takes about um, a good percentage it of that does. sound out. It works great. That may be the same stuff. Wow. It is. It's the same thing, but he doubled the layer, so that was really a yeah. double protection. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Remember, we are doing the uh, the drive for the car tag today, and uh, this would be a great time for you to call and get that car tag. We've got to get 160 more tags. Uh, I don't know how many we've gotten this morning. I, I, I don't know. I'll go and check, but uh, we need 160 more. They're only 31 bucks. Uh, it's real simple. You get the tag in. Uh, you. It doesn't matter when your current tag expires. All you have to do is call the staff today. They're downstairs waiting for your call, 800 800- 390-GET. That's 800-390-4388. All right. Let's go to Kathleen and Osaka. What's going on, Kathleen? Hello? Hello. Hey, Jason. It's Kathleen. Hi, Hi. Kathleen. How are you? Well, I've I've got an amusing little story for you, dear. All right. Hit me. You know, the house of mystery and surprises I have. Mm -hmm. Well, I live alone. So when you go upstairs or downstairs to the bathroom... There's no one there to hear or anything. Right. So I couldn't tell if there was a problem or not. Right. Had a few people over for dinner. We're in the living room. One of the individuals uses the bathroom in the hallway. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It was sort of a a rude awakening, shall we say? Right, right. So um, I wound up having to take the sheetrock down, Mm -hmm. insulate it. He coated it, primed it, and then painted it. And it cut down 99%, I'd say. Right. But I've learned never to serve beans at home. Uh, <laughs> you had to end there, didn't you, Kathleen? <laughs> it was a rough night. Thank oh, you. Boy. rough night. Mm. You just I made it a rough day for I me. I <laughs> Thank well, you, ma'am. I've a little bit about insulation, and I do appreciate the show. Yes, ma'am. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, okay. How do you know... It, it, uh, Fellas, how do you know if you can tear down a wall yourself? How do you know? Well, you got to ask yourself, um, do you think you can do it? You know, just get up on Saturday morning and 
Roll your sleeves you swing. up. Tear <laughs> yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have destroyed a wall before, and I heard the guy talking about cutting insulation or cutting out the sheetrock, mm-hmm. you know, to get that. And that that's the wall part of your wall. It's the flat surface. And uh, it's called sheetrock, and you can take it out nicely. But it's like unwrapping a present. When you know when you try not to tear the paper, right. it's just annoying. Right. Get a sledgehammer, yeah, yeah. and let's do this. Yeah. Uh, it, but yeah. it can hurt you now. Um, a wall is unforgiving. It, you know, it's going to have a lot of nails and screws and things in it. Yeah, if you yeah. get out a sledgehammer and you start whacking at it, you're going to know when you hit a stud because that the sledgehammer is going to bounce back on you. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's a few things that I would recommend that you go get. What's that? Um, I would get safety glasses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gloves. I would get gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get some head protection. Yeah, some sort of hat. Yeah, yeah, a hard hat or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, wear good shoes, wear some boots. Right. And, um, you know, go into this project knowing that you are removing these products. They are not going to come out in the same shape they went in. No. They're going to come out in pieces. Yeah. I, and, yes. Um, and, and also to know... If you're going to, and I've seen someone, I actually got to see a professional take a wall out one time, and I was like, "Oh, that's what I didn't do." Yeah, all of that. You know, uh, some, but, but some. I'm sorry. No, but I was going to say, uh, preparing your area for oh, yes. this. If it's Prep. if you know if you're doing this in a house and it's nice and everything, and, and but I can tell you, sheetrock is like one of the messiest products on the mm. planet, and whether mm. you're putting it up or taking it down, it's going to be a mess. And and you're going to have to clean it up, and especially if you're swinging a hammer at it, it'll come off in little bitty pieces. Right. And God forbid it get wet, or I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of things going on here. Go ahead. You know, well, I, that no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Put some floor protection down. Right. You're probably going to have five gallon buckets or a wheelbarrow. Right. Um, have some floor protection. Let's don't tear up something else tearing out right. this particular wall. Right. Um, And, uh, yeah, don't swing the hammer over your head because you'll invariably hit a light fixture. And and it's always good to... um, You're talking from experience. I'm not even going to say that this time. (laughs) (laughs) I think if your wife calls, we'll find out. (laughs) Right, right. There might have been one or two ceiling fans. I would say a a good uh, utility blade, um, a sheetrock knife, so you can Mm -hmm. get some good cuts in and kind of dismantle the sheetrock in sections. Right. I know it's all fun to uh, just bust holes in the wall. This time you can really tear it up. But it, it helps if you just cut the ceiling, uh-huh. cut the walls, and uh, fold it inward toward each other. Yeah, and, and, and Dell's talking about a uh, uh, sheetrock knife. Another thing, or it's, it's just, a, you know, it's, a, it's like what other folks would consider a box cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other tool, if and you'll pick, they're real cheap to pick up, is, is a, uh, a demo? Uh, no, the saw. Oh, yeah. Is is a uh, sheetrock saw, and it's a little in in the, mm-hmm. the, the, the keyhole works wonders. It's a it's a it's a little handheld saw. You know, you don't even have to get the electrical one. They're very cheap, and they they saw through. They've got these horrific teeth. You don't ever want this thing to do anything but be sawing through something like sheetrock. But uh, if you use it, I mean, it goes through sheetrock like butter. You just put it in the hole and, and start pulling down like a regular saw, and it, it's fast. It goes through that sheetrock. In any case, um, where you see an outlet on the wall, you know it's going to be some electricity there. Be yeah. careful in that area. Right. Kind of remove the drywall. You can trace the wires so you can relocate them. And um, and that's a problem that one can run into if they do use, uh, like, a utility knife. Oh, is yeah. cutting into she- uh, sheathing of, uh, of a uh, 
of electrical. Oh, yes, trying not to nip any wires. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the um, I think the mindset needs to be let's don't see how fast we can do it. Right. Careful. Right. Yeah, let's see how good we can do it. Right. Um, you know, kind of like a messy cook. Just, right. You know, kind of kind of take your time and and uh, well, a much that, more enjoyable experience. And this is that's a that's a really great way yes. to put it is with the cooking because a lot of people do things different. A contractor will come in. A contractor cleans up when they're done. You uh, should do this in steps. Don't was, try to work over say, nails and if screws. You're, if you're if you're a homeowner and you're doing this, I, I'm saying this from from experience. Clean up your day's messes every day because, like Dale said, you're walking through a place that have. If you're bringing down a wall, remember every piece of that sheetrock has multiple either nails or screws in it, mm-hmm. and they're going to the ground. Mm-hmm. A lot Some of people times. like a messy job site, but I can't stand it. I, I promise, I can't work. You know, if I come there and it's messy, before I start any work, we got to clean up, get it organized, so I can see the progress as it goes on. Right. Well, and you do that, you get to walk into a fresh space to work in the next morning, and yes. uh, and you don't you don't feel so hurried and, and rushed. So it's awful working, stepping over nails, boards that got nails in them. Oh, Just yeah, yeah, with the nails facing up. Take the time right. to back them back or bend them, up, bend them down. How many people have been to the emergency room because they just stepped on you know, mm-hmm. a board with a nail in it? Right. Yep. So, and that <clears throat> that's the perfect situation is when you're taking down the wall. So, Definitely. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. If you want to talk about walls or whatever project you're working on right now, you can do that. Remember, we are in a car tag drive. All you got to do is call 800-390-GET. That's 800-390-GETT to order your new MPB tag. Process is real simple. It's only 31 bucks. Once the tag comes in, you'll be notified. Then you just go and exchange your old tag for your new MPB tag at your uh, tax collector's office. Doesn't matter when your current tag expires. We got it. 877-MPB. Ring. <laughs> Love That's it. perfect. There we go. All right. We'll be right back. Festival of Lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree. Here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. The new MPB car tag is a great way to show your support for MPB, but without 160 of you saying yes to the tag by January 1, the MPB car tag will cease production. We need you to call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. The tags cost $31 with 77% of that going directly to MPB to help us continue our mission to educate, inform, and entertain you. That's 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. 
MPB is getting its very own car tag. With your help, before we can begin production, we need 160 of you to say yes to the tag today. The cost is only 31 bucks, with 77% of that coming to MPB. And your tag doesn't have to be expired to get one. So call 1-800-390-GETT to order your tag now. Thanks so much and happy holidays. listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Uh, <laughs> share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to go straight to the phone. Uh, Levine, right? Right. It's Levine and Jackson. <clears throat> I'm scared this might actually be my wife using a different name. Hello, <laughs> Levine. Hello? Hello? Hello. Okay, Hi. not my wife. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you at first. That's all right. One of the hinges has come off one of my cabinet doors. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm trying to reattach it. And I you know, I, I tried to slide it over and get it to hook back up and pull it back out, but it's not really working. What do I need to do? Is it a spring hinge? Is it a self-closing door? Anything, anything well, special about this hinge? No, I don't believe so. It's just one of those that pull it open, you know, it just kind of pulls out. The little piece that is smooth pulls out when you open the door. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, and, and it has, does it have a, a little Phillips head screw that tightens it down? Yes. Okay. And uh, you should be able to set that door. Is the entire hinge out of the wood? No, it's, it's, in, it's just that the, the piece on the door, on the frame, has separated from the door. Okay. Oh. It sounds like a bloom cup hinge. Okay. Um on the door itself. Um that it's uh it looks like a little cup and then coming off of that cup is just a straight piece of metal like an arm. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right. It, makes a little, it makes a little arm when you pull That's it. it. Okay, that's a very easy hinge. It's called a bloom. Mm-hmm. Um and um Gosh, it's so, it's going to be so hard to tell you how to do this, but well, they, they will just snap right back right. in there. And sometimes they do so that you know all that stuff is usually made out of what what my dad used to call pop metal. Um, it's it's kind of junk. So sometimes those things break, and you can buy a single hinge like that. Yes, uh, I've, I've I've been to the uh, home stores, and they do have those single hinges, you know, for that sort of situation. If it's bent out of shape a little bit, it'd probably be best to uh, change that hinge. Because you can bend it back, but just getting it bent back exactly yeah, right. I, I don't think it's bent. This is just um, slipping. It's just popped yeah, out. Yeah, um, yeah, it just popped out. Actually, it, it happened on my on my pantry door, and I reattached it without any problem, and took a screwdriver and rip. tightened it up. But right. I can't seem to get it to work on this. Um, Could on the be cabinet. out of line. Okay, I'm I'm gonna make a suggestion. Take a screwdriver, take the hinge off of the door. And take the hinge off of the cabinet. Okay. Take those two pieces and put them together. 
without trying to hold anything, that will give you a better idea of how they work. That's a good idea. And then if that hinge is defective, and it may be, take you've already got your parts and pieces, take those to the to the um, hardware store, to the big box store, whatever, and say, hey, this is what I need. Okay. Okay, I can do that. That's yeah, a, that's going to be simple, and, you know, Santa Claus is coming. You're going to want to shut that cabinet door. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just need to look nice and neat. I understand. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Yeah, that's that, simple fix. That was a that was a that was a good uh, idea. Yeah, they can be tricky, but once you once you do them a couple times, it's it's they're so nice. I love those hinges. Yeah, I like the adjustability of those hinges. Yes, uh, most yes. important thing is that's getting them lined up right. Well, that's what I was asking her about. That little there's a little Phillips head that if you untighten that yep. just a little bit, it'll slide mm-hmm. back and forth. That's right. And 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 but that'll. That that sets how that door is going to open and close from yep. there on. Yep. So she could have tightened it up before she tried to latch it and That's true. got yeah. it off a little bit. That's true. There you go. All right. Uh, well, this is Fix It 101. Today we've been talking about walls and whatever project you got going on. We're also talking about the car tag drive with with Christmas coming up here soon. We're in. Uh, we're talking about ways that we can help out. You can call eight hundred three nine zero G E T T. 1-800-390-4388 to order a MPB tag right now. The tag only costs $31. MPB receives 77% of that. We only need 160 today to reach the required 300 And it, the process is real simple. You call, uh, you'll order and pay the $31. Once the tag comes in, uh, they let you know. You just go and exchange your old tag for the new MPB tag at your local tax collector's. Uh, it doesn't matter when your current tag expires. That's the one thing that stopped me for a little while is I thought, well, my tag doesn't expire. This got nothing to do with that. Don't worry about it. They'll get you a new tag. Uh, so the number to call is 800-390-GET. That's 800-390-4388. So uh, any parting thoughts before the holidays, fellas? Uh, everybody be safe, you know. Everybody be safe, okay? Yeah. That's what we got. All right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you know, you're frying a turkey. It's the insurance mind. Uh, you're yeah, frying yeah, yeah. a turkey. You catch your house on fire. You're, you're you know, yeah, I'm, I'm always, whatever. The, 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 Merry the, Christmas. The insurance guy is always the party pooper. Right. Yeah. Well, safety first. Right. Um, yeah. You know, just storing the fire. You don't, don't want nothing popping things. out. Yeah. yeah. Don't light anything. Right. Don't plug anything in. Don't I was anything. actually thinking how cool it would be to get that tag. It oh, would yes. be. It would we be got, cool. We got to get you to get that tag. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. We wrapped it up, fellas. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams, but today it was Sam Wells. Uh, our call screener was intern Debbie. And for Del Moore and Jeff Simmons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, with Miss Sharita Brent, and then Southern Remedy at 11. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101, only on MPB Think Radio.
This forecast is underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy. Live blue. It's good.